Hello friends, I'm Trisha and here we are with our second episode of Let's Talk Mental Health. I just want to tell you something that uh, sometimes I do wonder and I also hear myself saying uh, what would I do without you to my mom, to my kids, sometimes to some of my very good friends, my siblings, also my um, colleagues, ex-colleagues uh, who I'm friends with. And this question, actually, I do not find any answer. The only thing that I find is that relationships are so important. We develop relationships, we connect with people, and then we build relationship with them. And each relationship is unique, be it family, be it social, be it acquaintances, or friendship, or work, or romantic. Each relationship is unique. But then, to build this relationship and keep the connection on, and healthy what do we do if sometimes our stresses our mind takes a big toll on us yes i'm talking about mental health and how it affects our relationship and i will be joined by my very good friend anu vittal who's in the waiting lounge i will be soon bringing her to the live studio and she is a life coach and i say that she promotes happiness for humanity let us welcome anu here anu is hi anu hi trisha always a pleasure thank you thank you uh, Anu, I can see some art uh, in your background. I actually am loving your background. Wow, this is that's not virtual background, right? No, it's yeah. <laughs> I paint people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions as an abstract expressionist. Amazing, amazing. Of my work, just like how the art is not uh, well virtually, it's been shown, but it's real. It is real. Mental health is also real, and how it affects our relationship at different levels all different kind of relationship so anu today uh, we thought that we would definitely talk about um, mental health how it affects relationship and with our second episode today focusing on relationship and how mental health affects it i'd just like to share with you that i uh, had a um, very good response from um, not not only many viewers uh, from my radio show listeners also but my friends also got a very good response they checked our introduction um, our first episode of let's talk mental health and in fact one of the friend i was just talking to her yesterday she had so many questions she said that she wants to talk about so many things that she has been storing in her mind and she feels that you know what we are going to do here build a community uh, a safe space a comfortable space for each uh, for each of us to talk about how we are feeling just to feel comfortable and be supportive to each other so did you get any response of that sort uh, from our first episode yes in fact uh, people are very excited lots of questions so i'm really ready to dive into relationships which is i think a critical uh, 
question for many as to how to evolve, wade through, and really be able to bring some balance into their relationships while maintaining their individualness. So, amazing, very nice. Uh, yes, we are going to have um, we are going to have a great show. We got a couple of. Um, I'll straight away jump uh, onto the questions. Um, so one such is, of course, about. Uh, as I was saying that uh, relationship, uh, I see there are so many things go on, ups and downs, me being a mother with my children. So one such, I'll just start, it's also a beginning of the Pride Month we all celebrate here um, in the US and I believe all over the world. So here is a concern uh, that I'd like to find out about from you, how we can make our um, youth feel a little comfortable so this uh, sort of question uh, is that here um, a teenager who wants to express themselves and um, does not find comfort in uh, or does not find that trust um, talking about their feelings to their parents because they feel that they did they did try so this is a real example that i have um, i have chosen to discuss with you that they feel that uh, when, when they shared with their parent about their identity and their their parent just shunned them away because um, not not uh, accepting as to or listening to what their children have to say so it is about lgbtq and so this particular child is um, sad and um, feels that should not completely uh, should be uh, anything that uh, expression her um, their expression should not be shared with their parents so there's a trust issue there and how old is the child or the teenager pardon how old is the child a teenager just um, 14 15 about 14 going on 15 With the caregiving you know period of their life with their parents that's right that's right and, uh, you know so this is a very interesting uh, situation and uh, today lgbtq is so inclusive in all our communities and i think sometimes our parents or caregivers are in, in a, a paradigm of society which expects things to go in a certain way whereas there is no right or wrong everything is accepted just the way as we are unique and special i like to say that if god was a master DJ, he's cutting CDs with different mixes and each one of us is a special CD and in Sanskrit we call these our sanskars or our unique features or the unique song mixes or whatever you want to call it. Now these CDs are mixed and we don't get to choose our parents so typically it's uh, one CD meets another CD, they fall in love and then they have lots of baby CDs. And each of these CDs, again, is unique and different. And just like us who have different DNAs, uh, we have different characteristics and we are born into this world uniquely. 
and with that fact in mind if this child was to give their parents a little time to uh, break through maybe some reading material uh, and using a mentor in their peer group who has been able to successfully navigate and uh, you know go through that process of what we call coming out maybe is a great way to use those examples and those stories to share with their parents because the child is still young and 14 is still a developing age yes it is integral to have the support of the parents and uh, it is necessary sometimes one t- one parent is more willing to accept and then it is important to use that parent as a crutch to convince the other parent because you cannot really change anyone you can use different techniques and uh, ways of persuasion showing some kind of reasoning and also ultimately parents want to see their children happy true you know, and safe and in a good environment whatever age whatever phase of life ultimately that's all that you know parents want to see and to be able to show such examples which are so available in the world today so many people out there with such beautiful relationships from the lgbtq community i think it's just about showcasing not only will that make the person and the child happy it will make them fulfilled which is the most important thing success is on one side and being able to meet the daily requirements of life is on the other side but feeling fulfilled is essential for every human soul so that's very, what I'm... absolutely very rightly said here is the situation that the child is willing to talk however yes you're right we are um, as caregivers we have certain so it's like if it doesn't fit in the box then no sorry so it's just that as caregiver we need to be more uh, we need to be patient and be willing to at least listen first instead of shunning away i and go to what the end goal what is the end goal to see your child happy and fulfilled yes yes that is that's the goal so brave to be able to showcase and share and that itself is a great thing for the parents to use as a trusting relationship to take forward absolutely um that's great and i'm sure let me see if um, we have some viewers and we'll be uh, what we are doing here is we are working on some uh, questions comments from our viewers and one such this is another one it is also a relationship i see wherein um, a family relationship sibling and uh, this one is um one of our viewer has this question that my sister complains about me to my parents and i feel angry and upset this leads me to resent her and we end up fighting how can i improve my relationship and be in a better mind space so that i can focus on my studies oh this is so vital this relationship that we are talking about sibling relationship anu do yeah. you want me to repeat this is uh, i mean i have been through that i'm sure my siblings have been through that uh, and end of the day my sibling i love them very important 
question i think you know you don't get to choose your family you know you put together by the grace of the divine or the universe for whatever reasons and in my opinion earth is the best place for us to learn from all these soul teachers who come into our life so their soul is just here to teach us a lesson and it's important for us to embrace and learn that lesson but obviously when we're going through a painful situation as described by this young person it can be traumatic it can be that they look up to their sister and instead she's behaving in a way that is not conducive to them wanting to feel loving or kind or whatever to this uh, a uh, sister of theirs so a couple of things you can do one is uh, don't let other people's actions affect your behavior and to that i have a very short sweet story of buddha when he was walking down this village path he was accompanied by a lot of devotees and there was music and as in any case of a procession it was creating a lot of attention and a young child was playing in his backyard he looked up he saw this uh you know beautiful procession going forward he started to run behind this procession this was around lunch time so mother came out to look for the child couldn't find him anywhere she was calling out his name and then the neighbor said hey we saw your son following the procession and by this time it was almost an hour so by the time that the mom found out and figured out the way they had already reached the other village and the buddha was sitting under a tree very calm very peaceful this little young boy was sitting with his arm like this totally enamored looking at buddha listening to buddha and just completely you know you know trance and the devotees of buddha were sitting right behind him so as soon as the mother came it was hot she was angry she was tired she pulled the child gave him a couple of slaps on his face and said i told you not to follow strangers it was lunch time you're hungry i made the food ready for you and you're not there i'm very upset with you and then she took out all her anger against buddha and she screamed and she shouted and she said all kinds of mean things and there were so many people around him and all that buddha did was smile and then he took his water carrier and he gave it to her he offered it to her and she took it she was so angry she threw it she grabbed her son and ran away everybody was stunned there was one devotee who was sitting on the right side of buddha and he said what's this why didn't you say a single word she was saying so many bad mean things buddha smiled and he had something else in his hand so he offered it to the devotee the devotee took it and he says i offered something you decide to take it now it's yours she offered me something but it wasn't for me it didn't matter to me so i refused to take it if i refused to take it then why do i have to react to what she said she can say whatever she wants and i just stopped her with my imaginary hand and i put a boundary wall so we can also do the same thing we can stop other people's thoughts words opinions i know it's not easy i know it's a practice you have to do aerobics but over the years what you understand that someone else's bad behavior does not expect you to respond in the same way you don't have to react and respond in a negative manner just because someone else is doing that you have your own personality you have a sanskar or a uh, dna of your soul that brought you here and you are a good person so you just continue to do the good you are then you won't feel the resentment and you won't feel the anger 
but in the real world or the Maya world, which I call, you need to have that conversation. You need to set those boundaries straight. You need to tell her how you feel, and you really need to do it with kindness and compassion. That will touch the sister or brother or sibling, whoever it is that is being mean to you, and allow them to think for themselves and change their own behavior. Through our own way of responding right, we can change how the other person behaves. And I hope this helps uh, the young person get some balance and focus in their lives. Absolutely, um, absolutely. I mean, the question, the question where it came from, um, I can uh, relate uh, to that a lot. As I was growing up, uh, being the youngest in the family and um, surrounded by a big brother and two big sisters, and always never really understood um, that all these fights arguments and were actually another form of love but it did happen that all these complaints and the so now that we are all grown up and i'm a mother and i try to teach the same show the same thing to my children what i've learned that stick to the basics and after all love as as jason raz says love is still the answer so let's not forget that it's it's going to uh, things are going to be fine yes definitely if we take uh, this course of action and i uh, i really appreciate how very uh, beautifully you put um, the in your answer with the buddha's um, example the story that you shared thank you anu uh, anu you mentioned um, on our first episode also and today also you did I, i'm very inquisitive about uh, learning uh, neurobics you said could you share a little bit on that today a little bit but i'm sure we'll be talking about it as in our like every time that this will come up so just a little bit sure so i'm just going to uh, look at some notes that i made and uh, one thing that i do want to talk about is especially since today's topic is um, relationships uh, people think that everything should happen automatically it does not and with our family in fact we have to work a lot harder because we didn't choose them they chose mm-hmm. our basis and we all came together okay to celebrate that in the case of our friends we get to curate those people and that really helps us to a little bit um provide a guiding tool or a goal towards how we want to journey with our uh, so called found friends or created friends or you know sometimes we remove some because they are being toxic and not allowing us to grow in the direction we want and sometimes we go step uh, in step with how the other persons evolving learning from them in improving ourselves sometimes even a negative experience of theirs might bring a positive spin into your own life So typically according to Gary Chapman there are five languages of love and these same five languages of love whether it's a sibling or a married couple or it could be colleagues at work similar things apply in most cases so the five languages of love are quality time physical touch words of affirmation acts of service and um I think I'm missing one physical touch are gift giving so physical touch quality time acts of service 
words of affirmation and gift giving. Now, these are very simple terminologies, but when you put it into action, they can create a world of difference. People tend to love others the way they want to receive love. For example, if I like pink love, I'm going to give you pink love, but maybe you need green love. Somebody else needs purple love. So how do you change it? So you make this formula by having a dialogue and having a discussion as to what is their highest priority in the sequence of the way they want to be loved. And in so you come up with a formula that works for different people. For example, I had a friend who loved to go out and eat and have a really good time because she loved cuisines from around the world. But after she had breast cancer, she was not able to indulge in those kind of activities. So she really wanted to do something more holistic. So we sat together and we figured out what we could do when we were spending quality time together. And that was going to the baths and doing wellness therapies. Similarly, you might want to go see a movie, but your husband may want to go out and have dinner at a certain restaurant. And maybe for him, it's all about the food and the wine. And for you, it's about the movie. How do you come to an agreement between the two? Because even spending quality time is different. So you make a decision that you could either do both, one after the other, or one night is a movie night, one night is a dinner night. Similarly, when it comes to words of affirmation, everybody needs this. And in today's day and age, more so than ever. For someone, a kind word about how they look or, you know, you cook this amazing meal and you're waiting for your family to say something and nobody says anything and you keep, you know, nudging them and saying, did you like it? Did you enjoy it? Maybe even just coming straight out and saying, you know, guys, I cooked this meal with so much love. I really do appreciate your feedback. It makes a world of difference to me. You know, it makes me understand uh, whether I'm going in the right direction. Uh, a physical touch, a hug, a kiss, a pat on the, on the back. You know, these are small gestures, a shake of hands, and if nothing else, a small bouquet of flowers or an apple that the, that the students used to bring to the teacher. You know, little things, even just getting a glass of water when someone really, really needs it. These are little, little things that are categorized in these five sections of how to love someone and if you can figure out the best way in each of these sections then i think you found the magic formula of connecting heart to heart and really healing in a journey forward and maximizing your potential as multi-dimensional human beings even though we're in relationships in different equations beautiful but um Anu, I'm sure you know that we will be talking more on this in our um, upcoming episodes because this is such an interesting topic and you did mention uh, this before and I thought that I would I would love to learn more about these because this this has so much um, this is so much in alignment with the way I teach yoga. Um, I'm a yoga practitioner and to my students also. In fact, this morning, my morning session with um, it was a women yoga class where we have um, beginning and the end. I um, remind it's like a sort of reminder that hey it's the first you are your first love and uh, touching is very important that's an important uh, element in how we also go love to our own self so as you were saying the physical touch and the five elements of neurobics uh, 
some of the things that i was um, remembering that how how we use uh, we need to be but again we need to be reminded that this is this is who you are and you need to show your self love first of course um, incorporating some of the elements that you shared amazing um i'm sure the um, the question that we received uh, will the answer that you shared with us would be very helpful and i'm sure i'm i'm going to share this and so here is uh, my request to our viewers that come up with anything that you have in mind this is what we are trying to achieve trying to do is create a community where we feel comfortable to talk about our mental health or uh, how we are feeling uh, and not just um, hide behind our self made strong door that is unbreakable so we got to break it ourselves and create a community feel safe feel comfortable and support each other and uh, <clears throat> i have anu can i ask you another question um, it is more about uh, how social with the use of social media and how it affects our relationship uh, can i ask you another question do we have time we yes. do so <clears throat> So here is uh, one um, another question that uh, the question is that uh, it came like this that my friend remarks rudely to me at times and also comments loudly in public amongst peers it's embarrassing being non confrontational by nature i keep quiet and come home crying in the bathroom I'm so depressed and have gained weight and I can't sleep well at night because I am so upset with this situation. That is not done. This is so sad. Yes. Anu, you for this viewer because it sounds very similar to how I lived uh, early part of my life as a teenager. I was also not uh, confrontational. It took me a long time to be assertive. and uh, being a people pleaser it was easier for me to just uh, be silent and silence sometimes is acceptance so unfortunately in today's day and age we are bought and sold uh, by the opinions of others uh, conditioned in a way that we are unaware sometimes when things like this are happening to us the good thing about this uh, this young person has is that she's at least sharing and seeking help through what Uh, greatly and that just takes a lot of courage so what i would recommend uh, her to do is that uh, you know this is a guidance and she really needs to take the action in this case it's to be very assertive and again like you said neurobics is practice it's about practicing the mental muscle the brain making it to do things not necessarily that you're used to but retraining it So one thing you would want I would like her to do is when her friend says something mean or rude or uh, gives an opinion or she can always say to her, thanks for your opinion what that means again is a boundary wall it's just saying thanks for your opinion but in her mind she can say silently i'm not allowing this so stop that's what it means so it doesn't ask right. for connect more or discuss more on this sometimes people who are really mean 
uh, could go a step further. And in, if they do, then you can always say, can you repeat that? The moment you ask someone to repeat it, if they are extremely vindictive and malicious, they might do so. But most people would stop for a second and say, hmm, what did I say? Maybe they were having a bad day and they may not repeat it. So that's step two. If they are being extremely vindictive and cruel and they repeat, then you say, are you trying to make me feel bad? And let them come up with an answer and take ownership and responsibility and say, if they do say that, then you have a chance to sit down and say, I'd like to dialogue with you. And that's a completely separate conversation. But most people would actually stop. I'm so sorry, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to say it. She's genuinely your friend. And last but not least, you could then go back to that person and say, thanks for your opinion. You know, you have been extremely critical of me and judgmental. But let me tell you that people like this are actually unhappy and more critical about themselves. So that's something for you to think about and then walk away silently. But at least she had a chance to assert herself and state those things that are bothering her. And in doing so, she has helped to also let the other person think and evolve for themselves so that they don't repeat the same thing. Two, if they're genuinely her friend, then they would give a chance for an explanation and make that relationship, repair that relationship and make it even better because sometimes getting a crack in a relationship is not a bad thing. Like the Japanese believe in Kintsugi, sometimes the crack that is aggrandized with gold just makes it more precious because it just makes you realize that now that you're back together, it is that incident that made you wiser, that made you stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So, you know, using her as a soul teacher, first lesson always when someone is mean to you, your family members, your friends, is how not to be like that. That's the first lesson. The second lesson, using compassion, is to be able to assert yourself, do not allow abuse, but to be able to get that person thinking in the direction of a solution will, along with you. And if they really are for you, they love you, and they want to be in the relationship, they will make amends. And please sleep well, uh, viewer. Please uh, make sure that you eat well, focus on things that are important to you. You are perfect just the way you are. Don't be bought and sold by the opinions of others and uh, just heal. Yeah. Beautiful. I, I would like you to quickly, <clears throat> uh, you said the first, second, I would like you to repeat the third step before we get into the dialogue. It's very important because we do uh, come across this kind of situation and I want to tell you this friend of mine who sent this question that you're not alone uh, this this is a regular common happening that's going on but I liked the solution that there's a way out that you say stop you do not have to hear that so the third one you said could you please repeat that <clears throat> uh, first question is thank uh, the first step is thank you for your opinion yes in one is uh, are you uh, could you Sorry. repeat that? Sorry. Repeat, and then they may realize or they yeah. may not repeat. So thank you. So the second one is thank you for your opinion. Can you repeat that? If they've said it by mistake or just because they're having a bad day or they're angry or upset, then they will typically stop there. The third question is, are you trying to make me feel bad? 
and that is when you really determine if this person is having a bad day or they're just trying to be mean and rude in some way or trying to really be toxic and not important in your life anymore so that's a great point for you to really sit back think about this relationship for them to sit back think about it and if they're not meant to be then just cut this person out of your life and just move forward don't carry dead weight and and i know that's a very strong uh statement i would say and that when you you have you collected all your courage and you're saying that are you trying to make me feel uh bad low and that actually becomes <clears throat> a teaching moment in itself for the other person who is on the other side being vindictive or being mean or rude that you are also giving that person an op- uh, opportunity to maybe change absolutely and you know hurt people create more hurt and pain in the world so mostly people who are unhappy or judgmental or in a lot of pain they are sometimes mean and rude and hurtful to others and i always say give the benefit of doubt have mm-hmm. have empathy but don't allow abuse and don't allow for your feelings to be any lesser than anybody else's feelings at the same time give them an out and if that out which is a question or the step number 3 allows for them to evolve then for you know you have been a catalyst in them become a better version of themselves that's all we are here to do you are helping me become a better version of myself i'm helping someone else someone else is helping me the whole world is going around in this you know circular school of uh, teachings and lessons which are painful but like like diamonds we have to keep shining with every touch absolutely <clears throat> i believe i had a great time every time i'm with you anu <clears throat> there's so many things i actually have a pen and paper i always sit with my pen and paper and so many things so many notes i have taken i cannot thank you enough i'm uh, looking forward to our upcoming episodes and the topics that we have <clears throat> we will be discussing and there's a lot that i am learning and it's just that it's time that i apply these and definitely share with friends once again uh, friends <clears throat> it takes a whole lot of courage to come up and share your feelings your thoughts but that is what uh, anu and i we are trying to develop here build a community build a safe space where we want to see that we are talking about our feelings our mental health uh, if we have any concerns we are talking about it just like how we would do when asked hey so how's your how does your tummy feel today uh, it's not that easy but uh, so how's your um, um, how's your um, whatever physical health going so we should be able to talk about our mental health as well the same way we talk about um other uh, our physical health so that's the kind of space we are trying to build mm, anu doing <clears throat> aerobics and catch in our back we talk about it similarly if you're doing and we get stuck somewhere we're here to help and uh, you know really sharing caring and being able to voice it just voice those uh, feelings to people around you seek help it's such a beautiful experience 
when you're able to bring that to people who can guide and support you and bring you healing as needed. Thank you so much, uh, Anu, for your valuable insights, your um, so many takeaways uh, that every time I'm with you, I have to carry with me and share with my friends, my family, and I'm sure our viewers, those who are watching. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for watching. And um, we are going to be back every Thursday, which is 3.30 p.m. USA, Canada, Eastern Time. And uh, we would love to receive your questions, your comments. And uh, most importantly, what is it that you want to hear? What is it that you want to hear? You have you have been maybe hiding within yourself or you always wanted to learn. You wanted to learn. You wanted to know how to go about handling or uh, building a better relationship with the person that you want to be with. Uh, with that, like all relationship, every relationship is unique. <clears throat> Our situations are also unique. It's just that we are here. We are here to listen to you, listen to your concerns. Um, and once again, just together, we can build this community a safe haven for all of us to come up and talk about our feelings and help each other be supportive and show love. Anu, last few words before we wrap up. Before passionate and loving and kind to yourself first. All the time, talk nicely to yourself. Say sweet things to yourself. Love yourself. Hug yourself. Kiss yourself. And be happy always. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time. This is Trisha and I'm here with Anu Vittal. And we will be back with another topic for Let's Talk Mental Health. Thank you. Thank you, Trisha.